Hello, word nerds. Welcome again to this podcast called The Dictionary, which is the current name, and maybe someday it'll change if I think of something better. Mmm. Okay. This this is a fun topic to talk about. I don't I couldn't I don't have a lot to say really, but if I feel like it's important to talk about. Okay, the first word, jumping right into the deep end of the pool. It is the word empathy. E M P A T H Y. Why? Because we love you. Noun from 1850, number 1, the imaginative Oh, this is going to be good. Okay, there's two definitions. Uh, the first one, I just, you know, let's just get ready for it. The first one is about two lines long. The second one is uh, over four. So oh, it's going to be some good stuff. You know it. Okay, number one. <sighs> the imaginative projection of a subjective state into an object so that the object appears to be infused with it. And that's not even talking about humans, probably. Wait, what? The imaginative projection. You're so you're pro- imagining imagining something of a subjective state into an object. You're putting this this imagination onto a thing, so the object appears to be infused with it. What exactly are we talking about there? All right, let's read number two before we go two down that rabbit hole. The action of understanding. See, this is the one that I think of with humans. The other one, I'm not sure exactly what we're talking about. Seems very specific. And also, what? Number two, the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feels, the feels, (laughs) that was very subconscious, the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another, of either the past or present, without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objectively explicit manner. Oh, somebody had to write that. Think about it and write that. What would you have said for the, for empathy? Write your own definition. I should have said that before we even... Whoa, okay. So, you are understand, understanding... Um, oh, I gotta, I gotta simplify this for, for my own sake... Uh, the feelings. You are understanding the feelings. You are being aware of the feelings. You're being you're sensitive to the feelings. And you are experiencing their feelings and their thoughts and your experience of another of either the past or present. So thinking about somebody somebody's own, what they're going through now and what they went through before. I think that's pretty important. That's really important without actually having those feelings, those thoughts, or those experiences, or being explained to you explicitly, which, I don't know, I guess I feel like even if they if they are explained to you explicitly, you can still have empathy, like, you don't have to predict, like, well, you need to be told their past, right, at the very least, you need to be told that so you can fully understand it. Also, the capacity for this, the ability to do that is empathy. Oh, empathy, you're the thing. You're the thing that so many of us are lacking, I think. Why don't more people have you? The thing is, a lot of people, and I would say most people do, but there's just enough of them 
that are making it so frustrating. Just, just get some empathy. That's all. so. The idea is just it's this. It's put it to, to put it simply and slowly, like I said in the previous episode, putting yourself in someone else's shoes in their situation. What does it feel like to be them? Think about their their present and their past and possibly their future if you can and you will understand and respect people so much more uh if you do that if you try to do that just give it five seconds at the very least the first step is just what was their day like you don't know they could have had they could have be having a shitty day and i cannot stress how much how strongly i feel about doing more of this that's we we just gotta have more of it that's all so this is from the greek i thought it said empanada it did not that was saddening it says empathia and that literally means passion 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 that's what that word means um that is also from empathies which means emotional hmm if you have if you if you are passionate about a thing, you are probably emotional about it. You feel emotions, strong emotions to it. I guess strong positive emotions to it. Um, also from M plus pathos, which means feelings or emotion. And there's more at the word pathos or pathos. I feel like I've heard both. It's all I guess that word's all about feelings and emotions. So that's my least favorite word ever. I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. Passion. Passion. Yes. Okay. Ooh, how can we connect that to empathy other than the literal etymology that I just read? Uh, hmm. I mean, you can you just say like, you know, if you are passionate about somebody, maybe you can understand them. If you, you have to be passionate about them to feel like you want to, I don't know. That's it, a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird way to phrase that. And but it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting etymology that I wouldn't have thought of. Would have thought it would be like you know to th- feel the feelings of the other person. Okay, the next word. Oh, I don't even know what the sound effect is. What do, what is, what does an emperor penguin sound like? Okay, let's let's just look that up. Why not? Let's just do that. Emperor, emperor, uh, penguin sound. And I need to put on these other headphones so I can hear it. Well, no, I can actually, I can blast it through these speakers. What the hell? We don't want that. Penguin sounds. (laughs) What's going to happen? Do it again. He's shaking his head now. That's me. More sounds. Just more. Yeah. That was a nice sound. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that sound, but I might try. It was very rhythmic and musical. I just love mimicking sounds for some reason. All right. Well, yeah, maybe we'll just do that. Stop that. Okay, you're done. Good. Okay. I sort of did the sound effect. We're going to move on to the next word. Oh, it's a fun word to say. Empanage. It's no wonder that the guy who felt so strongly about a sketch audio comedy thing made an animation for it and now is just talking about words for a long time. Empanage. E-M-P-E-N. 
N-A-G-E. You could just say empanage if you're probably American. This is a noun from 1909. The tail assembly of an airplane. It's been assembled, so it's an assemblage. No, empanage. I thought there was an S in there. Uh, okay, to, to the tail assembly of an airplane, it's called the empanage for some reason. There's a reason. And sorry, I, uh, I think my uh, smoothie is making the burps, and I just don't feel like cutting that out. I will try to stop it, though. One more, and you're cut. Literally, make an edit. Empanage is a French word, if you couldn't tell. It, is, it means feathers of an arrow, and also just empanage. Uh, that is from empanere, empanere, which means to feather an arrow, put the feathers on the arrow, and plus, uh, which is from M plus penne, which means feather. And more at the word pen. Oh, pen. That's where we get the name pen from? Wait, is that literally where we get the name pen from? Because they were feathers? They use feathers to write with, with the quill and the oil? Uh, the oil, the uh, ink? Uh, it's a different three-letter word. Uh, so th that must be where pen comes from. I don't know if I ever knew that or ever thought about that. But that's kind of interesting. Uh, so, putting the feathers on an arrow, and then, of course, the arrow, the, the feathers are the back of the arrow, and then it became the tail of a plane. I mean, couldn't they call, like, are the, the feathers of an arrow also called empanage? Um, Is that, that, does that have a different name? If they're also called that, put in a number two, also the, the flower, the, the petal, the feathers on an arrow, because that's where it came from. But I guess we get it in the etymology. Got a little heated about empanage. E -e 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 -e. Wait, did I say why I looked up Emperor Penguin? Yeah, because it's in here. I don't know if I actually literally said that, but now you know. E -e 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 -e. This is going to be terrible. Emperor. Noun from the 13th century. The sovereign or supreme male monarch of an empire is the emperor. Doesn't need to say male. But I get it. I get it. The 13th century is what we're talking about. Emperorship is a noun. And yep, phone, three strikes, you're out. We have to put you on sleep, do not disturb mode because we cannot have that. Mm. Okay, this is from the Latin imperator. Imperator? Yes, imperator, which literally means commander. From imperare, which means to command, which is from in plus parare, which means to prepare. Uh, so, you, yeah, you definitely have to prepare if you are going to command a whole bunch of people. Uh, the more of the word pair, P-A-R-E. Uh, prepare or order. Yep, order people around and you got to prepare for it. The emperorship. Uh, we got Emperor Palpatine is obviously the first emperor I think of. I don't think I'm alone in that whatsoever. Uh, other emperors was uh, Napoleon an emperor I feel like he was how do you become an emperor and it's like you just feel you want to feel better than a king and why do we have a king because you want to feel better than that and why do we have that and it just goes on and on and like people are just trying to be like I'm look at me I'm so important I want to control everybody what's above an emperor are there ranks are these things ranked kings emperors dukes uh, they're probably down there what else? What's the what's the full list of these things? I need to know this. 
as more of a dolphin because I can't make that sound, that pitch. Emperor Penguin. Noun from 1885. A penguin that is the largest known and that is noted for the male's habit of incubating the egg between the feet and a fold of abdominal skin resembling a pouch. What? Incubating the egg between his feet and a fold. So they got a whole bunch of extra belly skin. Um, and I guess he holds... Yes, they got the, all that extra sort of hangy down belly stuff. Uh, they, it, looks, it looks really good on an emperor penguin. They, they go crazy for that. Um, and their feet, because that's all they got, their feet. They, like, don't have any... They barely... They can use their arms for balance a little bit, but they're not even all that good for that. They, their feet is where it's at. And then, they, of course, they use their beak. But, boy, they are some silly moving fools. Um, so they hold it between there, and it resembles a pouch, and they're also just called emperor. Emperor... And what was that other... That was emperor... Oh, oh, that's from Dark Crystal, of course. Uh, the species name is Aptenodites, Aptenodites forsteri. And I really am not sure about that first word. Uh, I guess they're called the emperor penguin because they're the biggest and the baddest of them all, of all the penguins. And um, they, they're still probably only like three feet, right? How tall is an emperor penguin? How tall emperor? Come on. Oh, this is the, this is, there you go. Three, they're hobbits. They're hobbits. 3.6 feet to 4.3 feet. And I will f try to find out what that is in meters. Uh, that is the size of, uh, the, the literally, literally, I think that's hobbit sized, which makes me very happy. <laughs> Empery, noun from 1533, wide Dominion. Wide Dominion is the empery. Uh, it's also the synonym empire. The area that the emperor runs and commands is the empery. We clearly just use empire now. Okay. I love their sound, though. I don't want to uh, not do it justice. E -e 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 -e. Emphasis. Noun from 1573. 1A. Force or intensity of expression that gives impressiveness or importance to something. Force or intensity of expression. Emphasis. Oh, I think they put the emphasis in the wrong place. It's supposed to be emphasis. A force or intensity of expression that gives impressiveness or importance to something. If you put emphasis on something, it has a impression to it you're expressing something very important about that thing 1b a particular prominence given in reading or speaking to one or more words or syllables syllables you got to put the right emphasis on the syllables that's what my dad always said so of course it's stuck in my brain and i have to say it out loud it's it's in there you got to get it out number two special consideration of or stress or insistence on something putting very important stress on this episode because this is the one where we talk so much about empathy which we feel is very important so we are emphasizing it oh wait that's a word coming up this is a greek word i guess which means exposition or emphasis 
from emphining, which means to indicate. You're indicating the thing that you are emphasizing. Uh, from n plus finin, which means to show. Yep, indicating, showing. I'm pointing at the thing that is very important. And uh, where did it go? Um, there's more at the word fancy. Fancy. That. That's interesting. E -e 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 -e. Emphasize with an S. British variation of emphasize with a Z. E -e 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 -e. I wish a penguin would do that. Emphasize. This is a transitive verb from circa 1806. To place emphasis on. The synonym is stress. Different kind of stress than the ones that most of us are probably feeling at most days. As in, emphasized the need for reform. Oh, let's emphasize that. There, I would not be surprised if there is a revolution of some kind in the near future. E -e 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 -e. Emphatic. I think maybe I need to hear their sound again. Should we do that? Let's do that. What the hell was that? Oh, yeah. Something like that. Okay, the next word is emphatic. I am emphatic about the emperor penguin sound. Isn't that March of the Penguins? Is that Was that about the emperor penguins on the South Pole? Oh, this is, you, you, if you haven't seen that, you got it, you're going to learn a lot about the penguins. They're pretty great. Oh, and then it looks like a little one there. Very nice. Emphatic. Number one, uttered with or marked by emphasis, as in an emphatic refusal. I cannot tell you how much I don't want to go to your party. Uttered or marked with market, marked, marked, marked by emphasis. Number two, tending to express oneself in forceful speech or to take decisive action. I'm just, I'm tending, I'm tending to express myself forcefully and I'm taking very decisive action number three attracting special attention ooh emphatic is attracting special yeah I guess you're attracting special attention yeah I don't know how you use that four constituting or belonging to a set of tense forms in English consisting of the auxiliary do the word do followed by an infinitive without the word to that are used to facilitate rhetorical inversion or to emphasize something. Okay, a little confused because I don't know all of the... I haven't put all those pieces together because I'm not great there. Um, it's just a, a, a form, a tense form in English. Do this. And it's emphatic. You're emphatically telling them to do this thing, I guess. Um, uh, it's opposed to to do a thing. The action of, oh, you... To, to do your laundry, to read the dictionary, to drink a smoothie. Um, it's do this, do this thing. I feel like a teacher. I'm okay with that. Um, emphatically is an adverb. Okay, next word. E I've lost the rhythm, f the penguin sound. Emphysema. What a great way to end this episode. E-M-P-H-Y-S-E-M-A, noun from 1661. Oh, we got, we got a long thing. Okay, 
a condition characterized by air-filled expansions of body tissue. Okay, doesn't sound good. I guess what this is saying is that there is air in your tissue, your muscles and your skin and stuff, and uh, there's, there's air pockets, and there's not, I don't think, supposed to be air pockets in those. So that's not good. Um, okay, emphysema, but, but specifically, specifically, a condition of the lung marked by abnormal enlargement of the alveoli with loss of pulmonary elasticity that is characterized especially by shortness of breath and may lead to impairment of heart action. Ah, uh, well, isn't that just great? Okay, so what is this? The alveoli, I think those are probably the little sort of um, spongy... Well, how do you describe these things? Do I have to... Uh, they're, they're, I think they're like... They stick out on the inside of the lungs. They point to the inside, and there's a lot of area on them. Anyway, I think those things are getting uh, swollen for some reason. Doesn't say... Yeah, doesn't say why. Um, but what happens is your lungs become less elastic. And that's what it means, pulmonary elasticity, your pulmonary area, the lungs and stuff. Um, if you know nothing about this, I hope this is helping. If you know this, I'm sorry. Um, so your lungs aren't as elastic, and that's not good. You want to have good elastic lungs. That's what they say. And then your heart might stop working if this keeps on going. Um, so this is from the Greek word emphysion. Emphysin? Well, that means to inflate. So the whole, the name of this thing is all about the fact that your lungs can't inflate so good. Uh, that is from M plus Phison. Sorry for my pronunciation. That means to blow. So maybe blowing air into a thing and expanding it. Uh, and also Physa, which means breath. And there's more at the word pustule. Maybe you get pustules in your lungs from emphysema. I don't know. That sounds like it extra sucks. Um, so... <sighs> Oh, boy, it feels so good to take a dip, big, deep breath. And obviously, I highly recommend that everybody do that sometimes, especially when you're recording a podcast. <sighs> emphysemic. Emphysemic. That is an adjective. Well, you know what time it is, everybody. It's time for the word of the episode. Uh, we had empathy, empanage, Emperor, Emperor Penguin, Empery, Emphasis, Emphasize, Emphasize, Emphatic, Emphysemal. Uh, no, just Emphysema. Well, obviously, as in case you didn't know, I'm going to pick Empathy as the word of the episode. Just It's just a good thing. Empathy is a good thing. The shorter, the better. Uh, that's it. Empathy is a good thing, and I think you should... Find it in yourself. Just do more of it. Um, okay. It is now time. It is now time. I wish I had a song for this. It's movie time. It's movie time. Spence is going to talk about a movie he watched. Okay. I uh, think I left off with The Haunting in Venice. Um, this is Poirot. And I don't think I had ever seen a Poirot thing in my life. And so I'm glad that I did. Supposedly, who knew, there were two other movies with um, Kenneth Branagh playing Poirot recently, and I didn't even know. I'm sorry, it wasn't, it does, don't take it personally, I just can't catch everything. 
Um, and uh, this I, this is a very good one. And supposedly this one, this story had never been. Uh, was it Agatha Christie? A am I really dumb in saying that? Um, this one had never been turned into a movie, I guess. And so they did. And it was uh, it was good. It was fun. And uh, I think you should watch it. So, and also Poirot, there was a whole like old PBS thing. I remember seeing that at the movie th uh, store when I worked at the movie store. But I never watched them. And everybody is like, they're so good. So I should probably watch them someday. Ah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening and watching. As usual, I say it five times a week. Um, and, uh, you know, I will not, not stop stressing empathy and how important I think it is. Also taking a shower, probably. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Goodbye.